the basketball coach at John A. Logan. Tyler Smith-Peters with us. All right, uh, John A. Logan volunteers. The ranking came out today. You stay number two in the country. No movement there. You won a game at Lincoln Trail. Uh, probably didn't play your best, and, that, and I'm just taking that from uh, the uh, the broadcast part, and I'm not even mentioning the fact that you got a technical, but you did. Uh, but tell us a little bit about that game at Lincoln Trail. Is, is it starting? I know it's a tough place to play, but is the is the pressure starting to kind of build on? I mean, 21 wins in a row. Come on, who does this? Uh, no, I think it's just a tough place to play. I don't. I think last year we lost in overtime there. I think the year before we went into overtime and squeaked it out. So it's just one of those places where it's just very hard for us to play, and uh, we haven't really played great there. But at the same time, it's good for us to have a game like that when our jumpers aren't falling and we have to lock down defensively in the last five minutes and find different ways to win. Yeah, and uh... – you know, all the teams, and we've talked about this conference so many times before and over the years, uh, you know, I mean, back when Coach Ashman was here, Coach Imhoff was here, uh, back when Kyle was here. I mean, it is a tough, rugged league, and you really cannot take anything for granted. Uh, you go to Shawnee and get beat by a tipping at the buzzer, or you could go to Swick and lose by 12 or 14 points. But remarkably, the streak is intact, and people are, are, are really starting to – uh, and I don't know. Let me ask you. I was thinking about this today. When Tyler Smith Peters goes out uh, in the public, or goes out, goes to the to the restaurant, or goes to the supermarket, or or whatever he does, and people see you, are they talking about the streak? Do you hear about it a lot, or is it just like I don't want to say anything about the streak? I don't want to jinx the streak. Uh, I it just depends, really, Mike. I mean, some people do, some people don't. It just really depends on who you talk to. But um, I think all the all the people that I do see out are excited um, about the team and what they've been doing and are proud of them. So um, it's a good thing. And are the players, do the, do you guys talk about the streak? I, I bet you don't even mention it, do you? No, we don't really. No, we, we take it game by game. And I mean, I'm proud of them for the work that they've put in and what they've done so far, but we have a lot more to do uh, this year and this season. Yeah. And, and the season's not over. You've got a home game tomorrow night against Ren Lake. Ren Lake played last night another uh, uh, Division II team. They beat Spoon River. Jackson Creel had 22 points. He went five for seven from three-point range. They had four guys in double figures. One thing about Ren Lake, they can shoot the ball. Yeah. No, I, I don't think there's one person on their team that does not shoot the three. So, I mean, it's, it's a different look for us, and it's good. I mean, it's good for our big guys have to guard out there and be able to uh, stay in front of somebody, especially when they can shoot it really well. And so we got to – defend the three-point line as good as we possibly can. Um, and they had a really good first half against us um, when we played at their place. I think that it was tied at 20-something to 20-something, and we made a little run. But, no, they're very capable of um, keeping it a close game and beating us. And we try to do what we need to do for them not to be able to have that much um, confidence going, going into the game. The thing that I find remarkable, and, and I, I said this uh, last year and I've said it, you know, in the past, I think, I feel like one of the hardest things that a head coach has to do with a team like this or a team like Logan had last year that went to the Nationals is, and it's pretty simple, really, but it's hard to do, keep everybody happy. And I know that's a, some of that goes to the makeup of the team, but 
came, when it's all said and done, you know, you're putting in people, you're taking people out, you're letting people play so many minutes. And I always find that remarkable that a good team and a good record, and it always seems like it's a pretty good chemistry on that particular team. Yeah, no, it, it's great. And I think the biggest thing is, I mean, it's just a very unselfish group. Um, they put winning over themselves, and that's why we've been as successful as we are this late into the season. And, um, I mean, like I said, I mean, they'd rather win than score 25 points because we have a decent amount of guys that could average 18 points a game if they really wanted to. But, like I said, they put winning over themselves, and they've done an unbelievable job of that so far. Now, this is something I've, I've never done, okay? And, and I, I've done it with some players. I've, I've popped little questions to them like this. But I'm going to do uh, sort of like a – I'm going to put you on the, the uh, couch. And I'm – you know that, that the word association test they do or the ink blot test they do? We're going to do that for just a couple of seconds. And I'm going to say a player's name, and you tell me what pops into your head when I mention his name. It might be what he's strong at. It might be, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say any more than that. I'm just going to say, I'll just start off with, um, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to go down any specific order. I'm going to go at random. I'm just going to start out with Kwamari Peterson. Uh, toughness. That's what he brings every single day. I did not know. He One was, tough dude. Yeah. I, I did not know when I saw him play in the Jamboree, even in the first couple of practices and the first couple of games, I did not know how tough a defender he could be. Yeah, no, he could be the best on-ball defender in the country uh, when he puts his mind to it. I just think his consistent consistency of being uh, that type player every day has just made him what he is. I mean, the toughness that he brings, how hard he plays um, every day, and he's going to be very successful wherever he goes next. Yeah, yeah, good, good player, good player. In that top 100, of the uh, top JUCO players in the uh, in the nation. All right, how about if I say um, KJ Debrick? Uh, physical. Yep. Uh, we need him to be even more physical. <laughs> no, he's done a really good job. I mean, I think his, like I said, I mean, he could score down in the paint whenever he wants to, um, and that's what we want him to do. We want him to get it on the block and score within two feet. And I think being physical is a big part of that. Shot blocker, uh, protects the rim. And I remember, and I don't know if you remember this, but last year at the uh, game against Harkham, right at the beginning of the game, and the ball went in to KJ. All right, it might have been he was on defense the first play. I don't know. But he, he mixed it up with the big guy down there, either blocked his shot or got his shot blocked and ripped it back and scored. And I thought, wow, it's going to be one of those type of games. <laughs> And that's that's the type of that's the type of player he can be. Yeah, no doubt. And I think he knows that too. And I mean, I think the biggest thing is, and a lot of it's just confidence. And um, he gets so much attention. I mean, he gets fouled every possession, and it's just part of it of being that size and that physical. Um, and they don't call seventy five percent of it, but um, we want him to score when he gets it. And I think that's the biggest thing. And like you said, Mike is just defensive awareness has gotten so much better from the first time he stepped on campus. Um, timing shots, timing rebounds, all that stuff. And his biggest thing is he wants to get better and he wants to learn. I mean, he's never satisfied at where he's at, and that's huge uh, being a really good basketball player. 
All right, that was uh, K.J. Debrick. What if I say Justin Cross? Um, I would say he's a coach on the court. Really? Oh, yeah. He's probably – he has a, such a high IQ, especially high basketball IQ. And he and I, I think he overthinks it so, too much sometimes. I just I tell him, go in there and be aggressive, man. Yeah. I think he tries to think two, three plays ahead rather than just r- making the right move. And he's getting – he's doing a lot better job these last couple games of just being aggressive and strong with it and finishing at the rim. Yeah, because he's the type of player that – you know, I, I call a jumping jack. He's he's always around the rim. He's always tipping the ball, keeping things alive, uh, may, maybe giving you a shot for a stick back or a stick back in one, things like that. Uh, but he's he's seems to have a pretty high motor, too. Yeah, he does. No, he does. And, I mean, he's that guy that could go and get 10 rebounds, three blocks, and 10 points, and it'd be very quiet just because that's how unselfish he is. He, yeah. he does all the little things that we need to win basketball games. How about if I throw out the name Kurt Lewis? Aggressive. I think he needs to be more aggressive. Wow, really? I mean, because there's been some times this this season when I've seen him jump a route, a pass route, and it's almost like a defensive back mugging some wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, he just takes the ball and goes the (laughs) other way. He's that strong. Yeah, no, he is, and I – like I said, Mike, I think he, he can be more aggressive, and I think we both know if he's taking it to the rim, there's absolutely nobody that can stop no. him. No, not even and if you're riding on his back. Yeah, no, and that's and just because of his physical nature and how athletic he is, I mean, it is very hard to guard him going downhill. Now, you've played college basketball. Has is there Have you seen a guy – that's as physical and strong as he is that can shoot the three that well. Have you seen anybody, you know? Uh, no, it's it's very rare. It's usually one thing or the other, especially with that. It's usually with a guy his uh, stature, it's usually one of those where he's straight line driver going downhill. But yeah. with Kurt, it's just so hard to guard because he shoots it well from three and can do a little bit of everything really well, and it's it's hard to guard. How about Stafford? What, what do you think when I say Stafford? I, I would say he's just a natural, man. Um, Murph, I mean, I think when we do stuff and we're learning new stuff, I mean, I think it comes really easy to him. He's just natural when it comes to scoring and to kind of know where to be on defense. And so it, it it's fun to watch. Yeah, he's kind of got a uh, – He's kind when you see him come out on the floor, you kind of know he's, he's played a lot of basketball. He knows what he's doing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. How about uh, how about Jones? Um, I would probably say, um, I mean, I think the biggest thing with him, I would just say he's a winner, which all of our guys are. But just like Justin, he just does all the little things that you don't really see in a in a scorebook. Mm-hmm. He has really such, well. He has such a fluidity about him yep. down in the inside. I mean, I've seen him catch the ball. And and go left. I've seen him catch the ball and fake left and go right. I mean, it doesn't matter to him. And and with his size at at was he six eight six nine, he's deadly down there. And he can rebound and he can block shots and he can handle the ball. Yeah, no, and and it's 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 fun to watch just because, like I said, they're all a very unselfish group. All those guys that you just named could probably average twenty points a game if they really wanted to, but they put winning over themselves, and that's why we've done. Such a good job um, 
with this win streak, if you want to call it, or just all season of going day by day and just winning about wor- or worrying about winning. Yeah, yeah. Talking to uh, Tyler Smith-Peters, the John A. Logan basketball coach. They are sitting at number two in the nation. They play Wren Lake tomorrow night at seven, one of two remaining home games on the Logan schedule. The other one is this Saturday at 3 o'clock against uh, Southwestern Illinois College, SWIC. Um, the, uh, the volunteers um, are doing some very amazing things, and the tournament is looming so closely. Um, and I know you guys don't talk about this, but, I mean, these are, these are the, the teams. I mean, I don't know. What am I trying to say? How do you keep these guys, uh, because, you know, they've won 21 games in a row, and you've got mm-hmm. to keep them grounded. How do you do that? I think the I think the biggest thing we always tell them. I mean, it's just you're never too high, never too low. I mean, you can't be satisfied with one thing because there's always something else to do. I mean, it's just like being on the court. You get done with doing one thing, whether guarding the ball or you guard the uh, ball really well. Well, you did your job, but now you have another job to do, and that's go rebound. Yeah. Um, there's always something else to do, and I think these guys and they're an older group and they're very mature um, of knowing that. As long as you win, everything else will take care of itself. Right, right. Fruiting, all that stuff. I mean, you can average 10 points a game and win 30 games, and you'll get more schools contacting you than a guy that averages 18 points and winning eight games. Right, sure. So, I mean, that's they they want winners, and our, our guys have done an unbelievable job of going day by day, taking it day by day, and just getting better every single day. When they're tired, not feeling well, all that stuff, um, they've done a really good job. Yeah. How about uh, just a quick little thumbnail sketch? We're almost out of time, but thumbnail sketch on uh, Rin Lake tomorrow night. You've played him once. You beat him once. Uh, now you play him a second time. And uh, talk a little bit about them for a minute, what they bring to the table. Yeah. Um, like we talked about earlier, Murph, I mean, they, they all shoot it. Uh, that's what they want to do. Um, so we got to make sure that we're in the right places and the right amount of pressure to not let them get it off. I mean, we want them to drive the lane. And if they start hitting a couple early, then we give them a lot of confidence and they're very hard to guard once they have a lot of confidence. So we got to, got to figure out somehow to take that away early and do what we need to do defensively. And that's turn our defense into offense. Big crowd probably tomorrow night with it being Ren Lake. I know Southern's got a game, but uh, there'll be a big crowd because it's Italian dinner night. Uh, support the Johnny Logan College Foundation, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun over there tomorrow night. Uh, don't let a little threat of rain scare you off because uh, I will guarantee you that if you watch Logan play one time, you will come back and watch him play again. Th- thank you very much uh, for the time, uh, Tyler. I didn't mean to uh, throw you on the couch and do a little cycle analysis, but that was kind of fun. <laughs> and I didn't, And Tim Ritchie is going to jump on me because I didn't even mention Sean Smith, one of our favorite players. Uh, but yeah. uh, we'll see him tomorrow night. And uh, uh, thank you for the time, and good luck tomorrow night. Rin Lake, it's a 7 p.m. tip-off. You'll hear the game right where you're listening now, 103.5 ESPN. Tim Ritchie and I will have the call. That will be tomorrow night, John Elgin basketball. Tyler, thank you. Get some sleep tonight, and uh, don't worry. Just uh, sweet dreams. Number 22 coming tomorrow, probably. <laughs> I appreciate it, Murph. Well, thanks for everything. We'll see you guys tomorrow. All right.